Hello and welcome to Hearty Dice Friends, the podcast that's role-playing games. My name's Grant Howitt, as I'm joined, and I'm joined, as ever, by my best friend in the whole wide world, Christopher Edward Taylor. Hello, Christopher. Good morning. Good morning, or good afternoon, as we should say, because it's past 12. It is, unfortunately, yes. But I like the illusion that we were up. <laughs> we are slow boys at the moment. We are slow boys. However, we've, uh, we've, we've been in contact with one another. Physical, actual human contact. Yeah, we we I mean technically we broke the law. A bit. I suppose. We're bad boys. A little bit. Yeah, we're bad boys. We 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 shared a couple of left-handed cigarettes. Mm-hmm. As it were. So both the left-handed cigarette and the sharing aspect of that was <laughs> uh was would be frowned upon by old Bojo. But you know what? Heck Bojo. Heck him. Oh, uh, sorry. No, kill. That's the one. Yeah. We uh, we we went to Sheffield for a business meeting. Yeah. And some left-handed cigarettes, but primarily the business meeting. Um, and it was, yeah, you know, it was it was no- nice to do something normal for a bit. It was weirdly normal, wasn't it? It was strange. Now, full disclosure, listener, you might hear me coughing. <laughs> I pretty much don't have the big rona. But no big rona for you. Yeah, I, you know, I've been tested, tested about a week ago, I'm fine. I've had a cough for about the last month to six weeks. It might be something to do with the smoking, I don't know. But if you hear me coughing, don't worry, I'm probably not deadly and you cannot get an infection through your headphones so we're all good no you can't we're still still developing that technology (laughs) we will get you eventually (laughs) all the diseases where you need them now so yes so we've got we we got our next um about six months of work sketched out which is nice which which should be exciting because we've got a couple of kickstarters lined up yeah and we've got some Um, big projects we've got some small projects we've got some medium projects we got yeah, you know what? We've got all sorts of projects, and we're not quite announcing them yet because we might just fuck up and do none of them. <laughs> Plus, we're going to see what Brexit does. Yeah, so that's fun. Yeah, we'll see just what sort of what sort of edge sketch you um, fuck up that does. But we'll see. So we are broadly positive, and we are bringing a strange, disconnected, tired energy to this podcast, which you're <laughs> listening to now. Probably best now, you listen while going to sleep. Now, oh yeah, yeah. In, in fact, um, I'll 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 deepen my voice, and Chris, if you could sort of raise your voice a little bit. Hello. No, too much. Hello. Um, we can we can we can gently base you off to sleep. Go to sleep. No, okay, no, no. Like maybe at the end of the podcast. Let's let's do this. Let's let's do oh, yeah, proper energy. energy. Big. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Mm. We're making games. So, Chris, what's your uh, what's your game suggestion? So. I want a game that makes base building fun and not a chore. Hmm. Okay. Do you want to hear my pitch? No. My pitch is great. Okay. Yes, I'd love to hear yeah, your, your pitch. Your pitch is pretty good because my pitch is bees. <laughs> well, maybe the bees help in some way. You can live in some vast and disgusting hive. Base building. Oh, very clever. Very clever, What's- Howitt. Not clever. What is what's the good thing about base building? I, I like the idea of base building. Maybe we'll bring bees. Maybe we'll bring in bees. Maybe we won't. But I, I too have found base building games quite dull. Yeah, the problem is that I 
that I see with most of the base building games is that it's this abstract thing that doesn't do anything. Mm. Like it's it just adds an extra layer of numbers you've got to keep track of. Can you give me some uh, examples of games? Uh, of, so of I'm like... playing in a couple of uh, free league games at the moment, and they love their, mm. base, their base building. So mm-hmm. we're playing Forbidden Lands and Vason. Mm-hmm. In Vason, it's just basically you get a free one every time you do an adventure, give or take. Yeah, and it gives, gives you a little buff, doesn't it? It gives you a, it gives you an extra room in your castle, and mm-hmm. that lets you bring better weapons, or heal better, oh. or have extra contacts. Okay. And the one in Forbidden Lands is much more wide ranging. You can make yourself a bakery. You can make yourself a, a pastry oh. empire. Okay. Um, and you, you can defend it from attacks and all sorts of stuff like this. But the problem <laughs> like is rival you, bakers. Or... you suddenly start shifting from, oh, okay, I've got a unit of herbs here that I'm going to go and sell in this other village for a tidy profit, to mm-hmm. I need 100 tons of stone. <clears throat> Which uh, isn't fun. No, and not only do you have to um, either trade your way up to get all of this material, mm. the other way of getting it is to find it and mine it yourself. Hmm. Which, which you is can also imagine is quite tedious and it's just sort of, okay, that's going to take Spe- you a month. Especially if the gym makes you roll for every single attack you make with the pick against <laughs> yeah, the you rock. You missed that one. Oh, God. Like, like, the rock counterattacks. But there's something about the permanence of, of holdings mm. in games that really excites me. I like threatening them. Yes. I think there's like as a as a GM, there's something very powerful about having your home invaded. Uh, sorry, about invading the player's home. So like they've got this. I mean, there's something very powerful about someone breaking into my flat. But that's not the first way I'd describe it. <laughs> but there is something there. There's a real sort of um, emotional pull to like the players build up something and they invest things in it like this 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 is their space this is the, the place that they come back to mm. and then you start putting enemies in there or you put it under threat and they'll really like they're engaged they're invested they'll fight to defend that oh no the baker is on fire precisely and not, and not the bit that's supposed to be on fire the bread. <laughs> not the good fire bit the bad the, the, the bad fire bit so i think the challenge you've got the challenge is twofold threefold even one admin. Yep. Uh, there's an awful lot of um, quite boring non-narrative stuff associated with base building. Mm-hmm. It's in terms of maths going in and out trying to optimize profits. Two, mechanically, it doesn't generally doesn't plug into the core bit of the game. No. Most games are about squad level action, and base building isn't. Base building is much more about community management. And three, as you said earlier, it doesn't scale well. Yeah. Once you get up to a like to a big serious um, base, then that really doesn't like trying to use the same systems that were in place for. Oh, I need I need one herb to sell at market for some rabbit for my tea. Uh, instead, you have to get a hundred thousand tons of stone, and that simply isn't fun. It's, or, it's also in you know, some cases not really feasible. Like you've got to set up an operation to get a hundred thousand tons of stone. Precisely. Like this, this, this is some pharaoh shit. Yeah. Right here. So there's a lot of problems with it, but there is something quite emotive and exciting about it. And I'm wondering what we could do to to bring it round. 
sort of like like so what sort of what sort of base is exciting to build what like what can we what what setting are we talking here so i mean things like castles always fun castles are cool like that's classic right classic fantasy you've got mm. sieges you've got ladders you haven't you haven't really got problems with teleporting in and out you've got proper sieges okay there's also things i mean you just take the castle motif and stick it anywhere like space station Train. Oh, you have a train. Which carriages you attach? Because they did that in, uh, I think it's called The Last Train, actually. There's, there's like a post-apocalyptic um, base building game where, where you run a train and you sort of get survivors and bring them on and then upgrade the train. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, there's also, um, oh, what's, what's, what's the one where you uh, where there's a sad frog and you have to kill it? <laughs> I don't know. Spiritfarer? Oh, yes, 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 there's a frog in that. I think I might have misunderstood the way the game works. <laughs> the frog's already dead, I think. Right, it's moving. It's moving around. You can hug it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's ghost. It's moving I around. Ghost frog. I don't know. I haven't actually played it. You can't hug a ghost. Anyway, yeah, uh, you're you're building a base on your boat and then going around and dealing with grief uh, via the medium of frogs. Um, there's I, I I like the spaceship idea because that gives you lots of room to expand. We were toying boat. with the idea of boat. Boat is good. I think like because because like with boat spaceship. Um, and any sort of hovering material, uh, you don't have to worry about the land underneath yeah. you. And you can move around and that sort of thing. Which is why I think we should have a base building game about a flying castle. <laughs> that works for me. Flying castles are great. We presume that there are... Um... Okay. So most flying castles tend to do it by... Actually, it's built on a flying rock. Yeah, you just have more rock. Scaffolding. It's all fine. So there's 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 a flying... There is presumably, in the middle of that somewhere, a rock mm-hmm. that floats. And everything else is non-floating, but simply attached to the rock. But you have... So like there is uh, there is a special kind of rock in this in this world which which hovers. We can build we, we can build a castle on it. And then we can and we can do stuff to move the castle around. Possibly just sort of like getting a long uh, gondola pole <laughs> just and scooting it along the king off mountains. There is something quite charming about the idea of Goblin Flying Castle, where, um, like, when when the wind dies down, an awful lot of thirty foot long poles with shoes on come out and they just start punting it along the ground. Or they just start air rowing. Yeah, well, would would that work? Air rowing? No, but it, it's a Goblin Castle. Is that a bit like is, is that a bit like plugging in a um, a desk fan on a boat? <laughs> I, mean, I think it's more like flapping your arms and trying to get across the Atlantic. Yeah, goblins don't goblins don't count, does it? Exactly. Okay, so okay, so post-apocalyptic, but fantasy. Yeah, it's huge magical war. Flying castles were fucking everywhere. That was that was like so. Uh, if mechs are kind of the standard, there was a future war thing. Mm-hmm. We have flying castles instead. So you've got like big, like like literal bastions of wizards flying across the place, throwing fireballs at each other. You've got like the land being scorched and damaged beneath it, and then the wizards basically kill each other. And you play um, rebuilding amongst the ruins of this. So a lot of the flying castles were demolished with um, stone killer spells. <laughs> stone ki- like uh, the magic can't magic can't can't affect stone unless it's stone killer and it's very and it's it's forbidden and dark um but uh most of them were killed with this forbidden dark magic and so you are getting fragments of stone re-enchanting them and then building a sort of a sort of flying hut okay so 
that sounds fairly delicate. Mm. How about we go the opposite way and it's Space Hulk? Okay. So you take your flying castle and you ram it into a, a dilapidated castle that's like at a 45 mm. degree angle stuck in between two mountains. We did we did have this idea with that Orc Space Hulk game we had about 50 episodes ago. Oh, that's true. I just like the idea of fuck like it. you you track down bits of castles you like that have functions you want. Then you that merge really it with yours, like. and then you've got to clear them out like dungeons. So you're that's you're picking the dungeon basically. That's really cool. Okay, and like and like um, rather than rather than kicking in the door and stealing someone's house, I'd, I'd I'd like to have the idea that like oh this one's full of demons, this one's full of oozes, this one's full of skeletons, whatever. Mm. You know things things that it's okay to kill, but like finding. Finding uh, tales of particularly cool bits of castle and then smashing into them. So it's kind of like a reverse stone thief. Kind of, yeah. Okay, I'm kind of into this. I think that's, I think that's quite sexy. We've got the capacity to get quite techy with it. Yeah. By which I mean, like, okay, so um, I'm I'm going to get better engines for my castle. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to get better steering. For my castle, how are you? Okay, all right. So, like, so you're literally sticking stuff onto the side. Yeah. So the the idea of the sort of order of operations would be that you, mm. you crash in first, knowing where you're going to attack, where you're going to dock with this castle, mm. so and that you're like, ready like, you at the a, door. You make a piloting check to line up your um your portcullises. Yeah, and then <laughs> as soon as it slams down, it's like a boarding action. A boarding drawbridge. Yeah, so you board the castle, clear it oh. out, and then you, you, as you take off again, you drag it with you. And like, and like, it would be, it would be getting in there and 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 getting in like whatever st- uh, stone killer charges. Sorry, I'm I'm stuck on the stone killer. You really right. are. It's a good um, word. Um, it's quite it's quite nice to say. Like, but like, you've got to get in there and basically like detonate the linchpins yeah. to shear it free of the main construct. Yeah, you've got to get to certain structural points. Like, you've got to find whatever the... I mean, linchpin's a good word, actually. You've got to find, mm. like, in an easy castle, there's one. But in a difficult mm. castle, there's six. Or, or, like, you might be like, okay, we need kitchens. So we're going to go somewhere and steal some kitchens. Yeah, what I guess what I'm thinking of is that, like, you, you choose what upgrade you want, find mm. that castle that has that, mm-hmm. and then go there. Okay. Rather than going, what? right, so this place has a kitchen, a ballroom, and an armory. Mm. We want the armory. Let's just detonate that and get out. You're, you're, you're searching for the place. Yeah, you, so, so you already know what this that this has the armory that you want when you attach to the castle. But you might get in and you're like, oh, actually, that ballroom looks pretty good as well. Can we have that? I would have to, I, I think I'd limit it to only one per castle. Well, well here's the thing. That's all part of the upgrade thing, right? So you start off. You've got you've got basically a floating shed with crenellations. Yeah. Most you can hope to do is steal like a uh, a pantry. Maybe that's maybe that's a bit small. Most you can hope to do is steal like a moderately sized guardhouse or watchtower, right? Mm-hmm. But then as you upgrade, you're like, right, I'm having that whole house, and you land on the house, detach the bottom, and fly off. 
So you have like you have the potential to land on a castle, detonate it, and then clear out the dungeon later at your leisure in a more amenable location. You see, I think I think there would be some sort of time pressure um, once you'd attached yourself, just because they can then start infesting your castle. Absolutely. So I figure you get in there, you fight like you fight your way down. You've got you've got like because, because this is base building, you've got like you've built stronger doors on there. You've got like guards and stuff. Maybe one of the players hangs back to help guard, and then you fight your way down to the bottom. Place place the the the, the charges. Fight your way back up and detonate them, and then fly off with the whole thing. What would be quite nice as well, actually, is you can have like an abstract number mm-hmm. for how big your castle can be. Mm. So let's say that number at the beginning is square 10. foot, if you want. Yeah. Um, and the a kitchen, just a basic kitchen, is one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But things like uh, Star Killer, ca- Stone Killer cannons, mm-hmm. could be four. Mm. And then you've got to try and work out, like, oh, do we just jettison this to get this thing? Do we mm-hmm. go and pick this weird thing up that increases our storage capacity because we've got more rock to put stuff on? And like, and, and like, um, we've got we've got a uh, a pantry, a scullery. Um, two basements and an aviary attached to this thing because we want to go and sell these in town, and we're going to be limping back <laughs> because we're so heavy, and like and like all the guys from the castle are still furious and coming after us on bikes or what have you. I quite like I, I like the idea of running away with someone's house, but slowly building pirates, building pirates. They're trying to do like drive-bys just to clip your towers mm-hmm. and drive off with them. Now. Before we get to, before we get, so I'm I fucking love the idea of castle pirates. <laughs> we'll steal their pantry lads. See, right? And castle pirates sounds like it. It sounds like something you download on Steam for seven pounds. Yeah, and like it would be fun for a weekend, maybe. But you can't read all the Russian. No, there's a lot of Russian there. I was thinking French actually, but okay. Okay. So, so what's this in aid of? Is it like so, so? Like D&D is ostensibly in aid of you're sort of bringing civilization to to dangerous places. Yeah, you're uh, you're 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 destroying things which don't fit in with your paradigm. Uh, inspire our game of revolution. The point is revolution, and there's all, all sorts of fun things you can do. But there is an overarching goal to it. Is the overarching goal just have a big castle? Real or- estate value. I see. So, so <laughs> it's it's it's, it's we're, we're we're trying to start a flying. Suburbia. Rental business. <laughs> no. Um, what I was thinking was either like you you can sell them, as in it's mm-hmm. you're doing it for money, or honestly that they that like it's one of those games where there isn't a ground anymore. Everybody's flying. Mm. So whoever has the biggest castle has the most power. I like ground. I think I want ground. You can have ground if you want. I think gra- like ground gives us something to walk around on and find stuff. And like and like like you can park your castle and tie it to a pub and then go down and get a drink. <laughs> well, you just you just pull up to the hitching post in the sky. Yeah, I like I will say also just just from a describing things point of view, if you've got endless void, it's not really a lot quite to difficult, yeah. fall back on. What if we what if we have to power it? Okay, so it runs on gold. Your your diathème crystal sort of thing. Like yeah, it, yeah, it runs on MacGuffin. It, r- it runs on MacGuffin, um, but if if like if if like in that brilliant um, uh, four E setting where you had to actually put gold coins into a uh, into a machine which turned the lights on, one day we'll work out where the fuck that comes from. It's from it's from four E. Yeah, but like it's, where it's in from the, books? the uh, 
Oh yeah, I think I think it's from the DMG, honestly, or, or, or maybe it was like from a 4chan post. Possibly. I don't know. It's back when we used to go on 4chan. The idea of, of adventuring to keep the lights on. Yeah. And like and like having the um, oh, like oh man, divert all power to catapults. <laughs> We're going to fling ourselves into that restaurant. We take yeah okay, so we take the idea of spaceship combat in the idea that you can divert power to things. Mm-hmm. Because I really like the idea of diverting power to things. It's the best part of, of um, Artemis Bridge Simulator. Well, I mean, you saw that because you were playing engineering. Yeah, I loved it. The best part of um, of Artemis Bridge Simulator is wearing a scarf. <laughs> and yelling. <laughs> yes, I was kept. And assuming assuming that other people have, have the button that you think they do. We died. <laughs> <laughs> We died alone in space. We have, we have like the whole sort of like okay, okay like we've got to get power from this sort of thing. We have to like we 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 make that side quite crunchy. Mm-hmm. Um, like you've got the star engines or um, like something which keeps these things afloat, and you have decided to, in your infinite wisdom, steal or borrow or uh, inherit a flying castle, which is possibly seen as kind of kind of dangerous. Mm. And like no one's sensible has a flying castle. Why the fuck does it need to fly? Just leave it where it is. It's like the the problem with flying things is they fall apart and down. They fall down often. They fall down. Yeah, like if unlike unlike landing, it's difficult. And like you never see a flying castle which is a flat base. No, it's always they've, all, they've always got those big like craggy pointy things that they're hovering I'm, around. I'm always reminded of the cover of the video game Starship Titanic when when talking about flying castles and things like that because there's this mm-hmm. enormous spine on the bottom of a two planet sized ship and it has crashed mm. into your house. <laughs> it's perfect. Mm. But the, I think the the big question here, like we've kind of got this world sketched out, right? Mm-hmm. What do the rooms do what are the what sorry rooms what does what does actually increasing your castle size with specific rooms actually get you uh it would give you a so like at this point we have to work out what the gameplay loop is exactly and yeah. i figure the gameplay loop is um fly this castle to go to work <laughs> Commute, um, yeah yes um go to work to pay for this castle like you're going and you're stealing dangerous castle parts to get um to get cool things for prestige um and also i think for plot Mm-hmm. Because people care about other people. That is that is the standard role playing thing. So each room, let's say we get the kitchens. Right. We get we and and, and like um you can assume that your castle has broadly anything, unless you've specifically said it doesn't have it, at which point you have a negative, or you have a good one of it, at which point you have a positive. Okay. We want we want a good kitchen. So we go there, we steal the kitchen, we put the kitchen on there, we get increased healing. Whenever we're in the castle, because we've got good food, mm-hmm. we get one sexy party per month. <laughs> no, sorry, that's the ballroom. The yeah. ballroom gives us one sexy party per month, um, and um, uh, but the but the chef who comes is very handsome, right? Uh, uh, an, an elegant pastry chef from the Elvish Kingdom. So what you're basically saying is, it doesn't do a whole lot mechanically. You get a pastry boyfriend <laughs> and more healing. <laughs> He doesn't want an Elvish. He'd have the hat on. <laughs> See, I'm thinking like, it does stuff like when you're on long journeys, you, you have to make a a rations check. Like if you've got enough food to get you there. I'm, I'm not. I'm not talking like one per day. You, mm. you work out. Well, this is an incredibly long journey, so I've altered the hard yeah. category so to make this check. Mm-hmm. And a I kitchen think... gives you a huge bonus on that check, or something like that. 
we've got we've, we've got like this there's, there's there's three options which is like you you simulate um you simulate what's the word lack mm-hmm. so um so so we need to roll to make sure we have enough food you simulate plenty which is what happens when we have loads of food and there's rules for that uh, or kind of both i think maybe kind of both mm. um just because if it's plenty then that lends itself much more to completely narrative story stuff Mm-hmm. Which, while fun, isn't a tangible benefit. Isn't a number go up, right? Not a sp- yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. There's not I like progression that. I like- in it. At a you're at a negative until you get the bare minimum. Yeah. And you keep that bare minimum ticking over, and then you get like fun bonuses. So, so like that's where the pastry chef comes in. Yeah, that works. For me. That's where the sexy party comes in, and like and like um the like the deal for hosting the sexy party would be that would be like okay so uh roll roll three times on the rumors table uh as your as your as your sexy guests tell you fun thing or, or like um we want to find an orrery so we can go to fucking space yeah um where can we find a powerful enough orrery let's hold a party and see if anyone knows anything about it I like that. and like and like you can get your guests drunk and le- and, and like learn oh. a little bit, learn a little bit about that so in the rule book there's going to be like sections for each Room, right? So there's going to be a little box out for kitchen, for ballroom, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In there, you could have a little table that's like okay. plus three, minus three. <laughs> a little kitchen table. A little kitchen Go table. Uh, mm-hmm. So you, you always start off at minus three. Mm-hmm. And what that means is that every week you've got, with a kitchen, you've got to make a food test to see if you've run out of food. Right. At minus two, it's every month. At minus one... It's every year at zero. You never have to make it again, and uh, un- unless unless like your sh- your castle gets damaged, yeah. or like there's like there's there's some sort of upkeep cost which we can sort of keep ticking over. And then at the positive numbers, you can have, then you get the pastry chef. Then you can do the fancy parties. You start choosing benefits. So when you get a kitchen, the first one it will probably be crap unless you've gone mm-hmm. in late and gotten a, a higher level kitchen. But the next time you wreck yourself on a castle that's got a kitchen, you can upgrade your thing by one. As you, like, mm. steal all the fixtures and fittings and things. <laughs> Get all the pots and pans in the bag. And that pastry chef. I love the... Oh God, God, he's so kissable. Look at that mouth. I love the idea of, um, of one, cannibalising other kitchens for parts. There's something really charming about that. But I also like the idea of landing hard and the ballroom's damaged. Yes. So, 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 like piloting the piloting the castle becomes an important element. Yeah, and like you can do things like when you crash into a castle, whatever you've declared as currently on the outer ring takes damage. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you can protect yes. certain buildings to never get damaged and things like that. You can get you can get them reinforced. Yeah, and like quite a common problem would be people coming to try and steal your ship. Yeah. Sorry, castle trying to steal like your wardrobe and firing. Stone you got a really nice walk-in closet. <laughs> And firing the stone killer cannons at you. To try and shear off your balcony. (laughs) They're attacking us from aft. Aft? Which way is aft? By the soft play area, sir. (laughs) Down through the home cinema, sir. (laughs) That branch of Waitrose we picked up last week. Past the obsidian escalators, sir. (laughs) But you could get obsidian rams. Mm-hmm. Which would walk around and bleat. Uh, no, smashing it. Like you, you could get big, like you know, Andros from Star Fox, the monkey. Yeah, but he's well, he's like a baboon. But like, no, he's good. anyway. He's got big hands. Big hands. You can so get you know, big hands. Game. You can get a bit. Yeah, that's true. You can get big magic hands on your castle, which grab on. <laughs> and it's great for doing like handbrake turns around mountains. 
Because <laughs> you could just use the slingshot. Yeah. <laughs> like like that one bit in Batman. Or, or, or when you've got two pigs next to each other, the hand grabs one each, and then kind of the castle kind of stretches backwards. Sorry, two pigs next to each other? Peaks. Oh. I guess you could use them to steal pigs as well. I mean, yeah, that would, you could get quite a few pigs in a scoop. So we... Thanks for saying that one out loud, man. That was nice. <laughs> what scoop? One, you can get quite a few pigs in a scoop. Well, that's a fresh pig for the scoop, if ever I've heard of it. <laughs> ah, that's a fine scoop you got there, boy. Well, I want to get some pigs in there before winter. We've got dungeon combat, where you are making the dungeons kiss and then swarming into each other. Yep. Uh, or by kiss. Like, maybe not kiss, because that implies, like... Docking. Like they're both having fun. It's just as yeah, sexy. Do- well, yeah, docking. Oh, but, like, perhaps more like... Uh, a goblin uh, craft lands uh, like quite near to your back door and then blows open a hole in the wall and starts trying to run off with all of your pigs that you stole last week. Oh, oh, you could befriend a colony of goblins that you've crashed into. Right. Now you've got goblin-powered grappling hooks. But when you say powered... They're on the end of a rope. Right, okay. <laughs> They're on the end of a rope and you throw them off the battlements. So they can latch onto debris and re- you can reel them back in. I'd like to make one change to goblins in this setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, instinctual, inherited, vice-like grip. <laughs> they too have very big hands. That that is that is why goblins are in this game about flying castles because everyone else falls off. But once a goblin gets attached, that's it. It's like you got to cut the hand off. In fact, I was, I was going to say we, we could have we could have barnacle people, but I don't want to see that. Nope. No, that, that there's, normal there's, barnacles are terrifying. There's no part of that I want to I want to anthropomorphize. No, absolutely not. No, we stick to goblins, a... and we make them yeah. like the best crew ever. You've just got to feed them and keep them placated and keep them entertained with a soft play area. So that like, you've got you've got you've got different different um, skyfaring peoples mm-hmm. have different aptitudes, a bit like an FTL. Yeah. So like, so like, the more elves you've got on board, the more magic your castle is, obviously. Uh, and then you've got like dwarves who can keep the thing running. So like, elves are precision, dwarves are uh, dwarves are stamina. And I like the um, idea that the dwarves are just the world's best cooks. Absolutely, nothing to do with this stone nonsense. No, 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 bullshit. Um, got like, 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 uh, stone is seen as perilously old-fashioned <laughs> by dwarves, which they don't like. We're now very into brioche. Hmm. <laughs> So, we've got room-to-room combat, which D&D has proved is basically fine. Yeah. I think what we need to do is have a fun combat system, probably skewing closer to 4th ed. I'd want quite a lot of character choice. I'd want the rooms you have to to influence your character's abilities. Oh, yeah, you get different access to different abilities, depending on like, yeah, yeah. which dojo and which trainer you've got in there. <laughs> well, I, was, I was thinking something a bit more, like, um, abstracted. So, like... Uh, We've got. Uh, I've I've got a really nice bedroom, which means that I'm relaxed, and so I, I can wake up fresh and fr- fresh and ready. So I, I get more hit points. Okay, yeah, that, I mean, that I, does make sense. I also like the idea of, steal, of stealing a sensei. <laughs> I like, uh, just like, stealing a, a Zen garden. Like there's there's this there's this really calm shot of that like dong, ah, of of all of all the uh, of the sensei uh, sitting in lotus position. Cross-legged on the mountain, um, contemplating the nature of existence, and then you just hear this <laughs> as a castle comes in, and a load of goblins land on it and rip the entire dojo off the mountain. like a fucking yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> just bungee. You just have hundreds of bungee cords and just airdrop your goblins. 
yeah, yeah, it's perfect. They yeah. stick to the I'm... windows like those sticky hands. Like those Garfields. <laughs> you know, you get the Garfields to stick to cars. Yeah. Okay, this, this, that, that's, that sounds a great deal of fun. I think, like, what, what I'm veering towards is you've got a really solid, um, like, skirmish-level combat, mm-hmm. um, and, and, like, it's never just kill each other. You're always looking to steal things, whether that's supplies or entire rooms. Yeah. Um, or, like, you might want to say, like, scuttle the enemy ship to bring it down. Sorry, castle to bring it <laughs> got down. Got to, got to keep on that nomenclature. We've got to, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get that, we'll get that. The... What we're going to need to do, Chris, and it's going to be tricky, we need to write rules for castle fights. We need to write rules for, I suppose it would be dog sieging. Honestly, I think it's it's fairly easy. I've not seen a system I cared about. So you, what, does, you do, what you do is you anymore. have a, a class for your castle. A castle. A castle, yes. Mm-hmm. So you Sorry. have the castle class, and then when you're at castle scale you use the same like i would suggest hex map mm-hmm. and you have to maneuver around that like you can but with you can only move in straight lines and curves are difficult and things like that mm. um and mm. then you can have people who are in your castle adding things that they can do to its powers mm-hmm. so they mm-hmm. can man the stone killer cannons they can ready the ram i don't know how you ready a ram um i guess it's always ready isn't it yeah it's it's kind of already there right, it's sort of moving the ram you, you, you'd put it to you'd, you'd bolt it down in the position you want it yeah and then you've got to take you look at like how heavy your castle is how big it is now and it just changes how it moves on the map i think like if we could make that bit interesting and like the whole sort of like okay so there's there's a goblin flotilla of of the of, of like ah no goblins are cool uh co- uh, mate, sorry, I just remember what's in the sky. Dragons! Dragons! Kobolds! Yep. Kobold sky pirates riding dragons. Perfect. And little gyrocopters, I'm imagining. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, I I, I, I want to steer away from machines. I okay. want to have everything well, I want to have everything be completely non-aerodynamic in a building. What I was thinking is that like once you've gotten to a fairly good size, you can start hijacking mm-hmm. the floating ground that other tiny castles are on. Mm-hmm. And then basically build shuttles on them, like um, like uh, outriders. Yeah, so the players can then fly on these little individual buggies, and they can be X-wings. <laughs> that sounds so much fun. Like some sort of battle gazebo. Yeah, or battle kitchen. Battle kit. Yeah, that's that. That works. Wanging I knives think. out the window at. At castles, there are. Oh fuck, man, that sounds like great fun. That sounds, that sounds tremendously like like. Okay, if we can get the com, if we can get a combat system where you've got like, I suppose everyone's in one castle because mm-hmm. primarily it's going to be single castle versus single castle. Yeah, um, you might be able to have sort of like um, I think perhaps non-player things. You might be looking at like dragons or stuff that's in the air, uh, wivens, you know, really big wasps, that sort bees. of thing. Like you could have bees. There we are. Come home back circle. In. Full circle around that. If we can make that exciting, the whole sort of, oh, I'm going to smash through here, we're going to like fuse a lot off to this side. If we can have that so it isn't just, if it isn't a bit, you know what I mean? Um, what What's the word? Boring? Nave, naval. Yes. If we can bypass that, we can maybe come up with some interesting things like around maneuverability. Because you can go up and down as well, which you can't do in, in C. Yeah, but that's an absolute bloody nightmare in combat. That is bad. Okay, you know what? You can't go up and down. I've changed my mind. No, flat planes only. Thank you. Yeah, you can you can go down if you run out of fuel. <laughs> yes, there's floating and crashed. The wizards determined that they that that, that they, they were above the lower people. That, that they were above 
the normal people of the world, quite quite literally, like figuratively and literally. So all floating castles hover seventy five feet above the ground. <laughs> no matter where the ground is, it just goes up. Oh, you're gonna get seasick going over little hills, aren't you? Just going up and down and up and down. Oh, I'd like you get suspension and that. Oh, okay, yeah, magical shoots. suspension, yeah. obviously. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it'll, like it'll kick in. You know, it's, 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 it's not just like. Ricocheting precisely so <laughs> every pebble just wobbling you a little. Um, a mountain, I suppose, would sort of put you out sideways. I don't know how that would work. Oh, that'd be awful. Yeah, just knocking mm. all your plates. Just an ocean of speed bumps. But yeah, everything everything's cobbled together. Everything's hacked. Everything is like like no one can make this stuff anymore. Mm. And you can even do like climactic battle sequences where you you crash into the Lich King's frozen castle. And then see yeah, you can that. just sort of do normal D and D in it, can't yeah. you? Yeah. The, the the crucial thing here is that what you're doing is you're building your character to a to a degree independently. Mm. Then the rest of it you're earning through room upgrades. Mm. So you're getting different powers, different your your hit point totals only ever go up with more rooms. Yeah, that makes sense. And you're being selective about what you pick. So we because you've got a maximum capacity. We want those. That that plush uh, bedroom, so we get more hit points, mm-hmm. and you can kind of. That's how you craft your character, and then yeah, you just go cool. Now it's time to take on the Lich King. Let's do this and drive into his um, lobby. I guess they have a lobby. He's a king. Of course, he has a lobby. I think, I think like so we can maybe have some sort of overarching danger in it. So like demons, yeah. like like there was there was well that's the thing. So, so so like at present at present you're sort of your your sky pirates, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you're kind of dicking around and stealing people's things, which is fine. But we're not sort of—it's it's not really smash the state at the moment. And I know that you might be getting a bit tired, but Chris and the listener of my increasingly smash the state <laughs> views. <laughs> but I think it might be nice to have like an overarching enemy who we can afford to sort of level up into. So like demons are haranguing the while haranguing. Yes, yeah, it works. Demon demons well, are viciously bothering the dark places of the world and you can sort of bring the fight to them by 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 driving a full church <laughs> you've got your kobolds and your dragons for your sky mm-hmm. pirates your hit and runs that sort of things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm thinking undead okay and the reason i'm thinking undead is because bone castles mm. they've made flying cities out of the dead and that's interesting. What that means is that those are more traditional dungeon based yeah. because you're not going to you're not going to want a bone kitchen. Oh, Chris, You'd fall through. Chris, 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 Chris. Okay. So these guys, right? They um they the stuff that the the stuff that the the the, the, the goodies use, it runs off ley lines. Mm-hmm. It, ba- it basically uses a sort of magnetism. Sure. So these things hover. It's like they work like electromagnets. The baddies build their like like they use a graveyard full of skeletons and and rotting corpses and crucially ghosts and soul energy. So the ghosts and soul energy keep this stuff up, mm-hmm. a bit like in Deus Ex: Human Revolution. No, Invisible War. <laughs> it's possible. Don't know the difference between them. Okay, so Deus Ex: Invisible War was the was the second one that they released, right? Um, f- commonly viewed as the worst one in the series, uh, but it was possible to get black market um, bio modifications. Okay, you could get evil rooms. 
<laughs> you can get an evil bedroom, which come, which well, I mean, look, look, it's light, it's cheap to run, it has incredible hit point benefits, but it is cursed. I mean, that's quite interesting actually. Like, you could you could get a run that is so cursed, like it it takes ten off of your hit point total, but gives you a cool power. Right, and so you can go. Well, do I? Is, am I at a point where my hit points are high enough? And you know, you have a decision to make. Should we get a cursed guest room? Always, yeah. Cursed utility room. <laughs> a cursed, a cursed mud room. A cursed gun. What's a mud room? Do you not have a mud room where you come from? Oh my! It's it's a room for for going into when uh, you've got muddy boots. Oh, so you can take I your see. boots off before going into your house. Oh, okay. Also like a, known sort of... as a porch. Yeah, a porch, yeah. I mean, like, I have lived in a house with a porch before, certainly. Ah, you see, a mudroom is traditionally on the back and the, entirely uh, the purview of the middle classes. Right, yeah. No, I, I like I, When you said mudroom, I was imagining kind of a fun, sort of like a mud bath area. That would be nice. Like, like a mud jacuzzi? Sort of, like, yeah, like a, like, like a mud jacuzzi. Mm. I, ca- I cannot imagine something which would break faster. <laughs> 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 it sort of carbonates the mud. Yeah, it's not nice. It's a soda it stream in a bathtub, yeah. Uh, yeah, we just dumped a load of compost in. Rim. I can't see any problems with this. It seems like a fun game, honestly. The, so, like, the like, big issue is the, let's be honest here, the spaceship combat. No one's done spaceship combat in a way which is exciting. No. It always feels like a formality. And also, like, when they do it in an intricate way with, like, forward shields redirecting power, mm-hmm. it becomes yeah, a slog. Yeah. Absolutely. So how could we abstract that out? What parts are we interested in? I mean, there's, there's popular games like X-Wing. I'm not doing a miniatures war game. No, no, but you can use the rules in a battle map. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to do a miniatures war game where I got to build a little castle. Mm-hmm. And then, sh- and then, oh, it's Battlefleet Gothic, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm thinking you, kind of, you kind of take the way that they move and the, the rules for facing and stuff from mm-hmm. X-Wing. Yeah. I think I think facing would map. matter a lot. Yeah, because as I say, like you don't want the, the soft play area bombed out. Well, okay, so like, what option you've got is like we we try and take down the concept of um, we abstract away the physical positioning of where of, of where things are in relation to each other. Like we like we've got say optimal facing mm-hmm. where we get to pick what's facing the enemy, and uh, and um, non optimal facing where it's random or the enemy picks. Yeah, so you can sort of sneak up on each other. Uh, but, but what you do, you do it as a um, as a as, as like the pilots would be dueling. So you'd like the pilots would roll against each other, and then you justify you have positioning, range, speed, uh, chance to hit this sort of thing. You'd pick from a list of advantages you want over the other guy, right? And then play out a turn. It kind of works. The only problem is what's what's everybody else doing during that time? Uh, they would be um, so they can add two rolls that they, they can shovel coins into the furnace <laughs> um they can so so like so like you can make a strength check to make the castle go faster yep you can um you can run around and put out fires you can do repairs you can um redirect power man which involves weapons. man the weapons redirecting power does involve like unplugging the hose and plugging it back in <laughs> i don't know what power is in this like tapioca i'm not entirely crystals. sure how it's, how it's crystals in sockets Yes, crystals and sockets, like a like a magical axe, and I like I'd like the idea that um, we build the ship so you've never quite got enough power to do what you want. Mm. 
Yeah. Like, in an even fight, there's always going to be something which you're neglecting, and the other players would help to shore that up. Yeah. Uh, I also think that uh, if you can't come up with anything to do, uh, you can just give a round of, suppl- round of applause and some encouragement, and the guy gets plus one who's driving. <laughs> I'm done with that. You've got boarding actions. Yes, yeah. You've got, and and you've you've got, got propelling orders. And you've got personal duels with the, with the pilot of the other castle ship. That is kind of, I was going to say that's kind of hot, and that is kind of hot. I quite like, there's something quite attractive about the idea of smashing your castles into each other and then meeting each other mm. on on the mangled drawbridges in the centre for a knife fight. Perfect. Well, I kind of like the idea that like while you're fighting the captain, they can't turn. So you know where they're mm. moving. Okay, yeah. Or like, or like you can, uh, like the other option you've got is getting on their ship and like and like sabotaging it. Yeah, stealing stealing their batteries. Uh, stealing their batteries. Um, so is this just a combination of that game where you capture magical barbecues <laughs> and that game where you pilot a mech and that game where using counterintelligence you are a shark. Uh, yes, I think it might be, is, actually. Is this just all the last three games we've made, <laughs> but, bought, but bought to a single marketable conclusion? <laughs> Apex Castle Killers. I think I think this... I think this could be quite sexy. I can't think how we wouldn't sell it. Right? Like, everybody wants a, a floating castle. Everyone wants a castle, and like you're not tied to a place at that point. You, you can float around, you can plug it in places. It's, you can, got, like, it's got sadness, it's got whimsy. You've got sadness? Yeah, when you lose your kitchen. Oh, right, yeah, if the toilets fall off. Mm. You have to pee off the side. Um, like, you could also, like, in terms of the scale, you don't have to transport that stone as much anymore because you put it in the castle and then fly the castle away. Yeah, there's no, like, minutiae. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what do we call it? Stone killers. Castle crashers. <laughs> nope. What's wrong with stone killers? Stone killers. No, that's pretty good. Stone killers. Yeah, yeah, okay. And like and like and like you're saving up to get a stone killer cannon. Yeah. Or like or like like you might have stone killer charges or you get a lot or like 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 you run down there and whisper the stone killer words into the into the foundation so you can shear it off and nick it. I like the idea that they're that they're little bombs and that's the one thing that we really track. You've only got mm. X amount, so you need to try and get more by beg, borrow, steal, whatever. Because yeah. you know that you're going somewhere that's got three support structures that you need to blow. So you need at no, least you... three. Now, of course, you can just use pickaxes. But it will take a long time. I quite like the idea of it not quite doing enough damage and then having to run in there and smash it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's what, what it should do. is a vari- the, the bomb should do a variable amount of damage. Yeah, absolutely. Where 25% of the time it's going to do more than it needs to. Mm-hmm. So that sometimes it just doesn't, mm. and then you've got to go in and fix it. But I like the idea when you're using charges because you can just have one person, if you wanted to, run really quickly through the dungeon and just mm. slap the charges on and get out. But if the charges don't work, then you've got you've got to clear it. You've also got like okay, so what we're going to do? Like we're going to leave our castle parked over there, sneak into this park, sneak into this castle while they're parked, and then and then blow up the laboratory. Have it crash land on a mountain and steal it later. Yes. Stone Killers is good. Oh, God, Chris. Chris. You don't have it crash land on a mountain. You bring with you some of the fro- some of the flying rock. Oh, yes. You, you, you plug you, it into the floor. You're dragging it. <laughs> you hijack the laboratory. <laughs> like Fast and the Furious with a safe. Oh. 
man, Fast and... I hadn't even thought of Fast and the Furious. That's gorgeous, mm. though. Because you have to have horses because it's fantasy. <laughs> Flying horses. No, just normal ones. Well, I just haven't really thought well, it through. Well, like, like Pegasuses, you could have Pegasuses. Like there'd be a lot of flying stuff, I imagine. Yeah, and you, and you could have like you could have like uh, kingdoms which are entirely hovering. I like that and that sort of thing. Perfect. Okay, the game is Stone Killer, Stone Killers, mm-hmm. Stone Killer, Stone Killers, Stone Killers. Um, you are you are castle pirates, um, and you have the capacity to steal a kitchen so good you get to kiss a Frenchman. <laughs> what a deal! What a deal! Uh, if you've enjoyed this episode, um, and maybe you want to like, maybe want to help fund the creation of Stone Killers, then uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Hearty Dice Friends. Give us some cash. Come and join the Discord, a lovely, friendly place where we're just being nice to each other it all has the been time. Genuinely lovely over there the past couple of weeks. Oh, it's been great. It's been, it's been, it's been I've been, I guess, first to say crucial. <laughs> yes. Um, we have we have put together a group of special friends for us who happened to pay us for the privilege, which I still don't quite understand, but it's I'm very weird. happy it's occurring. Uh, yeah, so look out for Stone Killers um, in uh, in shops uh, coming uh, probably fall twenty twenty one, uh, and be good. That's we us. love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>